Welcome to the OT lifestyle movement. This is for the occupational therapy visionaries and the ones who see things differently. We're moving our profession forward through living and leading a truly holistic lifestyle. Hey, hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the OT lifestyle movement podcast. I'm Rhiannon Crisp, occupational therapist, personal trainer and founder of otlifestylemovement.com. Today, we're talking all about mastering your morning routine. This is something that I love to speak about. This is something that energizes me. It's something that I am obsessed with is rituals and routines and habits. And it's probably why I love our profession so much because what I have learned over time and on my own personal development journey is that the most successful people in the world have some sort of morning routine. They intentionally spend the first waking hours of their day doing specific things. And this looks different for all of them. Like everyone has their own unique things that they do in the morning, but it's intentional. So they may read, they may carve out time to do a workout, say an affirmation, do a meditation, drink a green juice. There's not one morning routine for everyone, but the successful people in life tend to have some sort of ritual in the morning. And these are supportive of a successful day. The day flows with a lot more ease when we have this this mastering of our morning. So the thing is, you know, we have the same 24 hours. Each and every one of us, we wake up and our purse is magically filled with 24 hours every single day. Where is our time being spent? And one of the most important parts of the day is this morning. And I think as I've gotten older as well, I've really started to realize the power and the potential of morning rituals. So as a bit of a backstory, you know, I haven't always been a morning person. And I'm not saying in this podcast, you need to be a morning person. I'm just saying whatever time you wake up to have some sort of ritual in place that primes you, that primes your brain and your body for the day ahead. Um, But I never used to be a morning person. I mean, mean too, and what is a morning person? You know, I think we can change. Like I used to be a night owl. I used to stay up late at night because I thought that's when I was most productive. The kids were in bed. I could get a lot of things done. Um, And it wasn't until I really shifted that and changed my nighttime routines to support my morning habits that I realized I could wake up a lot earlier. So mastering your morning starts with the night before. So this is where you need to write out your to-do list of anything that is important and that you prioritize for the next morning that needs to get done. This will ensure that you get a good night's sleep. If you are one of those people, I used to be like this. For some reason, I am sleeping really well at the moment, but I used to have so many things running through my head that I needed a pen and a piece of paper next to me so I could jot anything down that popped up because if I didn't, those thoughts would continue to circulate in my mind until I had them on paper and then I could rest easy. And I recommend pen and paper as opposed to having your phone next to your bed. 
when you have your phone, you're much more tempted to reach for it, particularly in the morning, check your inbox, check your social media platforms and just get caught down that rabbit hole. So if you can and you are able to keep it away from the bed, maybe in the ensuite or down the hallway a little bit, charging in that PowerPoint down there, do that. You don't want to have your phone close to you. Plus, it emits all sorts of different electromagnetic radiation. You don't want to be sleeping next to it anyway. So for health benefits on all fronts, keep your phone away from you um, and just keep that pen and paper next to you while you sleep. Make sure you're getting enough sleep too. Sleep is so important. This is when the body rejuvenates and regenerates. Giving yourself enough time. Find out what your sweet spot is. For me, it's around seven to eight hours. And this sort of depends on how early I get to bed because I'm always waking up at the moment anyway. I'm always waking up at the same time during the week. So my weekday wake-up time, my alarm goes off at 4.40 a.m. every morning. And what I'm doing in the morning is I'm going for a workout. So I'm moving my body. So one of the first things that I do in the morning is get up and I get out. Prior to that, though, I will always brush my teeth. So part of my morning routine is my alarm goes off, I get up, I get out of bed, I get dressed. I will brush my teeth and scrape my tongue. And that's just something that I do religiously. Um, and then I will drink some water. So hydrating is so important. And I will drink, I'm not sure, it's probably about half a water bottle of water that I drink. And it's just such an important way to start the day is hydrating the body and flushing out those toxins. So many people in the world are constipated these days and I used to be really constipated actually and I, I wasn't drinking enough water. I just was not consuming enough water. So making sure that you're proactive about this, don't be reactive to those kind of symptoms. There's so many bowel issues going on these days. Drink your water first thing, make it part of your habit. You know, if this is the only thing that you take from this episode, then you are already winning. You are already going to be making profound impacts to your health and your well-being. So I hydrate and then I go to a personal training group program. So basically I, you know, if I wasn't doing this, I probably would reset my alarm I probably hit snooze and go back to bed it is challenging for me to wake up this early but being accountable and going to this group program makes me get up and go and I don't even think twice anymore when I used to set my alarm and just be accountable to myself to go and do a workout downstairs we have a little home gym I wouldn't do it I would snooze on my alarm and I'd wake up later because I, I would tell myself this story. I'd say, you need more sleep. You didn't get enough sleep. So you know what? An extra 30 minutes of sleep or an extra hour of sleep is much better for you than getting up and moving your body. And that was probably partially true because I wasn't getting enough sleep, but I have made moving my body a priority. So the best time that works for me in my day at the moment is 
five o'clock. It's a five o'clock workout. So I allowed 20 minutes before uh, that to get up, get ready and get to this workout. And it absolutely supercharges my day. I feel alive. I feel awake. And I come home and my brain and my body are just rearing, ready to go. I'm ready to tackle what comes next. And for you, it might not be like a high-intensity workout or weights. Maybe it's yoga. Maybe it's locking in a walk with a friend. Whatever it is you do, it can be gentle, it can be intense, whatever works. But moving your body in some way can be profoundly beneficial. Some days, particularly in the summer or the warmer months, I will immerse myself in nature. So I will go for a dip in the ocean. And this is kind of my version of cold water therapy because I am not up to the point of standing under a shower that is freezing cold at this point, particularly in winter. So this is something that I can work my way up to. But what I will do is immerse myself in the cold ocean and stay under and um, this is something too that has a lot of scientific backing to it particularly for me like I am I'm go 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 and I will have high levels of anxiety at some times like high stress levels and so I, I I don't know exactly how it works I believe it has something to do with the vagus nerve and this is something that I am going to look into more because it's really interesting, actually. But um, just immersing yourself in that cold water is, is beneficial. So, and, and I actually feel the benefits. I feel my anxiety reduce. It's, it's absolutely incredible to have that immediate effect on the body and the nervous system. So, yeah, maybe we can all look into the benefits of that together. Taking a deep breath, so breath work. I will remind myself in the morning because this is the space in the morning and I get up before my kids wake up. This is the time where I'm not reactive to anything. I'm not responding to anyone else. It's just my time. So I have time in the morning to re remind myself to take a deep breath. And I know it sounds crazy, but life gets busy. And, you know, as soon as the kids get up, I'm making lunches, I'm making breakfast, I'm doing hair, I'm helping them get dressed, I'm packing their school bag. And that breath, that moment to just stop and breathe or even take a drink of water, you know, half the time I'll take a quick drink of water and it might be spilling down my top because I'm rushing out the door to get them to the bus stop. So take time to just take a deep breath and breathe and allow that life force to move through you. Um, in the morning, I also have time. So after I get back from my personal training program, I have about half an hour to play with. So I will get to work on one of my creative passion projects. Oh, sorry. So first of all, I'll have a shower and just feel refreshed and then and in the shower actually I should to mention that I have a like a brush and I will use this to brush around my body what are they called um they're those wooden brushes with the I can't even remember what they're called at the moment but I will use that to brush my body do some body brushing in the morning and then that's pretty much it sometimes I will use some essential oils on my face like frankincense with coconut oil 
And that too, I just breathe that in. I breathe in that essence. And that is so grounding and just really sets the scene for me as well. After that, then I will get into my creative passion project work and I'll, that will be about half an hour. So this is about 6.30. So my workout goes from 5 to 6. I get home, I have a shower, just get ready. And then at 6.30, it's passion project work from 6.30 to 7. And the kids wake up about 7 and that's when I need to start getting them ready for school. So in this passion project work time, this is the time that I set aside to do the things that are meaningful to me. It's not report writing. It's not anything that has to do with the daily grind, the things that have to get done that day, the things that I kind of schedule as a priority because then my creative side and my passion project side would never come out. It would always be put off till tomorrow. I'd be like, oh, no, but I've got to churn out this report or I've got to... Um, write these case notes that I, I haven't done yet from yesterday afternoon or I have to do X, Y, and Z, like all those things that we think are really important. In the long scheme of things, they can wait until after 8.30 a.m. We don't have to reply to that email. We don't have to do any of those things that we think are so pressing because when we do that, We've got to realize when we are saying yes to those things, we are saying no to our creative passion project work or whatever it is that you want to do more of. Maybe it's journaling. Maybe it's breath work. Maybe it's a meditation practice that you want to insert into your day, but you just don't have the time. So with my passion project work, I've got a few things that I'm working on at the moment. The first thing that I want to get out is a documentary that I'm creating about OT. The second one is a book and there are lots of other little, little projects in between those bigger ones that I'm working on. And so half an hour every day doesn't sound like a lot, but it's the compound effect. So it's the day in, day out. If I do half an hour of work every day on these passion project works <laughs> that I call them, um, it, it's going to add up rather than saying, oh, no, I've got to do this, I've got to do that, I'll leave it till the weekend. The weekend comes around, I have, I, I say this all the time, I'll do this on the weekend. And the whole weekend is spent with my children and my family and I, I don't have that space and that time to be spending on um, other things. And if I do think I'll, I'll do it at the end of the day when everyone's in bed, my brain doesn't feel like it. I don't want to do that then. So just creating that space in your morning for whatever it is that you want to do. Sometimes, um, you know, it could be saying three things that you're grateful for. It could be who you're grateful for. It could be saying something about your body or your health or your energy that you're grateful for. It could be an experience that has changed you or that has shaped you. I tend to do my gratefulness, gratefulness, 
gratitude, <laughs> that's the word, gratefulness, um, I tend to do my gratitude practice of an evening with my kids and my family and we all go around and say three things that we're grateful for. So we do that in the evening. But, you know, this is, this is the beauty about the morning. It's up to you. What lights your fire? What is going to kick off your day to the best start so you're feeling amazing and have this profound ripple effect? So I encourage you tonight, go to sleep with a plan for the next morning. And even if it's just one more thing, well, not one thing that you're necessarily inserting into your day, but just being intentional about those habits and those rituals and routines that you have in the morning. Are you waking up reactive to the day or are you being proactive about the day? And I encourage you, yeah, keep the phone away so notifications aren't popping up and you're tempted to check them. You want to be in a completely different space to that online technology space. Take these proactive steps because I promise you the compound effect is real. This will add up. Day in, day out, it will add up. And your life is a result of the moment-to-moment everyday choices that you have. You are choosing your life one occupation at a time. That's it, guys. I hope this episode resonated with you. But more importantly, I hope it inspires you to take action. If you hang out over on Instagram, come over and say hi. Let's connect. I'm at Rhiannon Chris. And we'd absolutely love your radiant energy in our Facebook group family. You can find us simply by searching the OT Lifestyle Movement in Facebook. If you love this episode, I'd be super grateful if you shared it. You can take a screenshot right now and share it on Instagram or Facebook so we can connect with more amazing, open-minded OTs from around the world. And if you are sharing it on Instagram, make sure you tag me at Rhiannon Chris so I can share it on my platforms as well. The more we share the OT Lifestyle Movement, the more we can create a ripple effect. And if you do love the podcast, please give us a five-star review so we can be found more easily. So that's it, guys. Go out, create the epic change that you seek in the world, one occupation at a time. Carpe diem, guys. <laughs>